This is Bert Bollinger, editor of Hardwood Floors Magazine. The episode of the NWFA Real Answers podcast that you're listening to today is brought to you by the NWFA Emerging Leaders Council. Today we have Michael Martin and Chris Izza on the phone, and we are going to talk to them about what's going on in the world today. Well, thank you, Bert. I want to start out with a press release that came out from the World Floor Covering Association earlier today. And the reason they sent out a press release was, um, you know, obviously the, the new funding came out for the second round of the SBA Economic Injury Disaster Loans and the Payroll Protection Program. But they also put out a list of other uh, programs that are available for financial aid. And there's a link if you go to zenefits.com, uh, that's Z-E-N-E-F-I-T-S.com, zenefits.com and search for small business by state, you should come up with a list of programs that are listed by each state that's offering financial packages. So um, there's a lot of different programs within different cities and municipalities. I looked at Michigan, for example, and there were at least eight to 10 different options there, which we know that state's been hard hit and, and our businesses there have been closed down. Um, and again, the Federal Reserve recently announced another option for businesses. It's the Main Street Lending Program. The program is designed to facilitate credit to small and mid-sized businesses that were in good financial standing before the COVID-19 crisis. The program offers four-year loans to companies employing up to 10,000 workers or with revenues or less than 2.5 billion. Principal and interest payments on those loans are deferred for a year. Firms that have taken advantage of the PPP are also eligible to take care to take out main loans. So there's some really really good, interesting uh, information there. Some things to check out from the WFCA, the World Floor Covering Association. We thank them for allowing us to share that information with you. And we've also posted that in our C19 COVID-19 Resource Center on hardwoodfloorsmag.com. So go to the magazine homepage, click on the COVID-19 link, and you'll find that information there. So that's just a little bit of more promising. Uh, financial support, hopefully, that's out there for some of our members. And with that, let's turn it over to Chris and see what's going on in his neck of the woods. Right on. Hey, uh, just real quick, that's zenefits.com. Spell that again. Zenefits, Z E N E F I T S.com. Got it. I want to look that up after we do our call. Um, I'll send you a link. Good over here in Boston. Good. Yeah. Um, started off the day real, real well. I got a call from one of our builders who wanted to say, look, we really want to give you this project, but is there a little bit more room left? And we've all been there. Called up the manufacturer. The manufacturer and I worked it out together, took a little bit of a haircut, sent it back in, and picked up the job. And it's a really large one. So when we do those really big ones and they come in, they make you smile. But for me, it's also an indicator that – you know, the work as we know it, as we've been used to doing, is uh, is still out there, and it's going to keep coming. But expect that you're going to get those questions. Hey, do you guys think you can do any better? Is there? And it was a sincere call. I didn't feel like I was just being beat up for the sake of being beat up. And the manufacturer was happy to talk about it. And like I said, we worked it out, and we pick up another project. So that part went well this morning, and then went about doing my measuring on a couple different projects. And then went back to my COVID-19 plan. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk to today about, Michael, is as we keep getting deeper into this, and even though some of us feel like we're seeing another side, you know, New York City has peaked. And so these are all good signs that things are going to get better and things are going to get changed or are going to change. But I think we're naive to think, and I'm not saying anyone is thinking this, 
but we can't think that it's just going to be a light switch and turn back to normal. And we have to respond to the new normal. So in what I've been working on is our COVID-19 plan. And our COVID-19 plan has a few different tabs in it now uh, between operations and sales and then employees. And I wanted to, I wanted to talk about that. So what you guys should be thinking about out there, in, in my opinion, is uh, on operations, you know, what do you have a plan for? You know, do you, do you have a plan for your workers and your customers? Because as I'm going into people's houses, I'm seeing people, they have an expectation of how they want us to behave when we get there. You know, you heard us talk yesterday about the custom masks for CNR flooring that we're ordering or that we have ordered. And I got a text message from one of my employees today that said, hey, I saw the mock-up of the new masks and thank you so much for ordering them. So I know my clients are going to like it, and now I'm happy to say my workers are liking the idea. So this is part of our plan, and I recommend that as you write your policies that you post it online for your customers to see. You know, just like when they go on our homepage and you can see what brands we represent, you should be able to click on a tab that says CNR Flooring's COVID-19 operations plan because I think that's going to help. And whoever's first to market – with the highest level of professionalism is, is going to get the request for a job. So think about that on your websites. You know, um, we take our employees temperature every day and we're going to put that on our list. Now, mind you, this is not on our website yet because it's a work in progress, but I expect it will be up there within the next couple of weeks. Um, how many times a week are your trucks getting wiped down? My opinion is the answer should be daily. We currently don't have this, but we talked about it today. In our office, we have like Purell dispenser on the wall or like you'd see at a rest stop or a rest area or in, in the port johns on the job site. I'm going to have those mounted in our trucks, and I'm going to post that on my website that we have those in, in our trucks because I think sanitizing is, you know, the new normal. And all of these things need to be posted. So this is what we're doing on our operations side uh, because, quite frankly, uh, you know, if you're not on the clean train, you're, you're going to be left at the station for sure. I, I just see that in my public. You know, it's, this isn't my personal belief or my fear. It's what I'm seeing. And um, what about you, Michael? Yeah, I agree. And one of the things um, that came up last week was about – what the new normal will look like as far as going into say your distributor and what are the cleaning requirements going to be like, you know, between customers are you going to have to wipe down the counter where somebody has been, you know, obviously there'll be some social distancing, perhaps like, I don't know if you've been to a target or a grocery store, but um, if you do go out and venture with your mask on, you will find that, you know, every six feet they've marked an X off and they're like, it's mark target here. They're, they're keeping you in those queues on those blue, on those, blue tape uh, X's and then someone is telling you what lane to go to so that they can maintain that social distancing. They don't let you put stuff up on the counter at the same time. You have to wait till the person in front of you is done. The checker then wipes down the the runway of the the belt before you can put your stuff on. There's just a very, there's a lot of protocol going into place. that's going to change the way we do business. So yes, I agree with you. Obviously the cleanliness piece of it is going to be huge. And the, and the way that we're used to, Going to restaurants, for example, I think is going to be completely different too. So, you know, as things open up, 
it won't just go back to normal. You know, perhaps in some states you'll be able to have 12 people in an establishment that seats 36, for example. Right. Um, but we have just, to embrace the new normal. Well, yeah, of course. You know, and, and that's what I mean. And, and, you know, part of sales is making your customer comfortable. So, you know, part two of our COVID-19 plan is what about sales? What are you doing for that? Well, we've already said in the, in the past last week, we were going to start offering FaceTime options um, and our social media marketing. And in the FaceTime option, it's when a customer can FaceTime with one of my employees in the showroom and pick out a sample and we'll bring the sample to you. Now, I can tell you right now, just last week, we brought every walnut sample that we had from three different manufacturers, and it was about a 40-minute drive out to where we went, and I dropped six or seven samples off. Uh, actually, one of my sanding crews dropped them off uh, to the architect's home because he was working from home, architect designer. He had all six of the samples for about five days, and he made a selection I went and picked them up from him. I stood on his front steps, and we had dialogue about that. He stayed behind his door. And then I took the samples out, and I left. Well, I got the request today um, to send a deposit invoice because we got the job. It's a $14,000 job. Now, that job would have stayed on hold if we weren't delivering samples to that architect. And so I think a sample drop-off and pickup service is something you guys out there might want to be thinking about. I know it's something we're definitely putting into a plan. And that's, again, the new normal on the sales side of life. You guys, we can all decide what we're going to want to do and what we're not going to want to do. But I think whoever's the most accommodating to their clientele is probably going to be, you know, welcomed into the bidding. And that's what you want. You want the opportunity to sell someone on the floor. Right. Um, so are these, um, so these operational operational manuals or operational thoughts that you have is that something you're going to talk about on next week's virtual expo with nwfa yes actually so originally at expo i was supposed to just be doing our our profit and loss talk that, that we developed the same one that i did at at surfaces and now we've developed that into one more step to have we're going to have the same plan that i was going to do but now there's a COVID-19 uh, part of it that's being put into it, and we're going to talk about these, uh, you know, some of these items and how, you know, we're putting it into into action here in the Boston market. Uh, I won't really have too much feedback in terms of how it's working because it's brand new and it's happening now. But yeah, we'll be talking about this at Expo for sure. And then what I can talk about, which we'll also be discussing out there, is the third part of our COVID-19 plan, which is the employee plan. And, you know, 33 years I've been in the business, so I'm a bit of an old school kind of contractor guy, which means for me, it used to be, hey, do your job and I'll pay you and do your job correctly. Okay. And, you know, your problems really weren't my problems. Now, I don't want to sound like a rude employer because the truth is I do care about my guys. But the reality is we were all just in that pattern of do your job, do your job. I don't find that to be the case anymore. Owners need to be better leaders and you need to take a more personal approach about caring for your employees and caring for, you know, their families too. Cause this is just all new to everybody. And I think you need to be, if you're an owner and you want to be a good owner, owner, 
I think you need to be thinking about wellness checks on your employees and how they're getting along. I think you'll find that some one-on-one dialogue with your people saying, you know, how's it going, everything all right, I think it's going to make for a better workplace. And anytime you have a better workplace, you're going to have better production, which means, you know, better for the company. So those are the three parts of our COVID-19 plan we're working on right now, Mike. Outside of that, I didn't have too much more today to talk about other than a really happy smile that I got when I pulled into the gas station and fueled up my truck. And I was, I had 56 miles to go before empty. And then I filled the truck and the pump shut off and it was $20 and 89 cents. And I just, I started laughing <laughs> because it was only a dollar 55 a foot in Boston, a dollar 55 a foot. Listen to the floor guy, a dollar 55 a gallon. And, it feels, uh, does it feel like high school all over again? I feel like I'm, I've got gas money, but I'm grounded. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, you know what? It's all good. Uh, I'm happy to see the fuel cost down. It's going to help us all out there that are moving trucks around on a regular basis. And, uh, you know, it was a giggle. It was definitely a giggle. And I'd love to go back to high school. I had fun there. Anyway, (laughs) that's it for me, guys. Um, In the interim, I hope everything's going well for you. Keep it real. Stay safe. And uh, we'll talk to you on the next time. All right. Thanks, Chris. Good to talk to you. And I'll go back to you, Bert. Michael, Chris, thanks for your time today. If you have any topics that you want us to cover right now, please let us know. I've put my contact information in the podcast description, and we look forward to your input. And as always, stay safe, and we'll talk again soon.